0: Welcome to another episode of Metabytes. It's good to be back. It's been a little while, so it's very exciting to be back on the microphone. And the reason I have jumped back on is because on Tuesday I have a talk that I'm going to be giving to some students at Murdoch University, and they're students doing um, a business course. And most of them are in the creative field, so it's um, yeah, going to be very exciting to speak to them about my journey in business and you know, try and provide a little bit of value and some, you know, factors in business that I think have worked in my favor and things, you know, I still need to be doing. So it's yeah, it's gonna be very exciting on Tuesday to, to speak to these students. I'm not the best public speaker, so I thought I would try and get some of my thoughts onto an episode of Metabytes, which will give me a bit of a basis for the talk. And the talk initially is going to be just about my business and the journey so far. And then I want to talk about a few of the little factors that have really helped me create a sustainable business. I mean, the business now has been going, geez, uh, for 14 years or so. So what is my business? Well, it's Meta Creative. And Meta Creative in that form has been going about five or six years. I changed the name from MD Design, which... It's a terrible name that's my initials Michael Duncan so MD design and traditionally we did graphic design and print work sort of traditional traditional graphics work but really the last few years we've transitioned the business with the name change as well um, into a digital agency so we we still do print work and some branding and general graphic design work but new business and the way we're sort of pushing forward is definitely as a digital agency helping small to medium-sized businesses get online and connect to their community. So that's 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 our, our goal with the business just now. So yeah, 14 years ago I was working full-time at a design agency in West Perth I decided to finish up because we had young kids the kids would have been at that stage four and one maybe 18 months Sam would have been so we had young kids and Joanne my wife was working full-time so I decided to to try working from home for a little bit to see if if we could sustain that and it, it worked out pretty well I had connected obviously with I had brought a couple of clients into the business I was I was working in before so I'd actually brought these clients into the business so I didn't I didn't steal any clients so when I started working for myself under the creative name of MD design I connected with these people again and just said you know I'm on my own now I'm, you know here I am offering these services the the services that you you know me you know me for. Um, and I'd been working, previous to the, the design agency work, I had been working in the oil and gas industry in a publications house. And I had a lot of contacts in that area. So we started doing um, sort of annual reports, a lot of corporate work for a couple of the bigger, actually not bigger, a couple of the sort of junior oil and gas explorers in in Perth which was very exciting and it was all to do with connections with people. And that's one of the factors that I wanted to sort of talk about in regards to how the business has sort of carried forward uh, into today, And it's all been about the network and the connections that I made at the very beginning and when I was working, you know, for people before. So yeah, 14 years. It's been a, a, a good ride, a rough ride at times. I learned a hell of a lot. Probably learnt more than I actually think I have. Um, You know, I'd love to get back to that sort of first first few weeks working from home, and you know, see, see, feel what it was, get into my head back then and see what was happening. But um, I can't do that. I am who I am now, which is which is amazing, and it's been an amazing journey. And as I said, you know, it's had ups and downs, but you know, I could, to be honest. I can never work for somebody ever again after sort of creating my own my own footprint, my own business it's been been absolutely amazing so the first sort of catalyst I suppose was becoming a a stay at home dad, i suppose i mean obviously still working, but um being at home being able to do drop offs pickups to daycares to to school so that was kind of like the initial catalyst for starting the business i wasn't kind of an entrepreneurial spirit and thought you know this is it i'm going to dominate the design market in perth and grow the biggest business ever it was kind of like a lifestyle choice and it was a great choice in the end and you know over the last maybe 3 years i'm probably now going down the path of wanting to kind of expand a little bit not not too much you know i don't want to create a massive agency but i want to create a little bit more impact for my clients, which is obviously going to need people coming on board. It's been very exciting in the last um, three months. I've had Victor come on board as a partner in the business. Well, initially as a full-time employee, but obviously in the next three months, we'll be looking at how that setup is going to be from a partnership. And again, it's it's about the people. It's all about the networks. So I knew I've known Victor for a long time taken it easy over the last couple of years, speaking with him about possibilities of of joining up and it eventuated this year, which was amazing and definitely onwards and upwards. So I suppose from an advisory position, if I was going to advise anybody thinking about starting their own business or looking into starting their own business, I would say number one, it's about the network. It's about the people you hang around, about the people you connect with. Um, initially, I started in BNI, so I think within the first two or three months of working on my own on my own stuff, I joined a BNI chapter, and I hate that word chapter, in Leaderville and you know went down there once a week chatted, caught up with people, got business for people, got business from people and you know, that was an amazing start to the journey. it got me out into into the business world. it got me meeting some amazing people and you know that really was another you know the secondary catalyst you know for for the growth of, and success of, of of the business over time. Um, I wouldn't say B and I in this day and age, would be the best choice because there's a lot of I think sorry BNI but I think BNI has has probably got a lot of old school mentality still in place which I think they're going to need to shift um, they're going to need to shift over the next couple of years if they're going to survive because there's a lot of sort of community and networking going on around, around town so definitely networking is like the number one the number one thing you should be doing if you're thinking about or starting your own business, get out, meet people because I've still got clients. I've still got people I um, connect with on a weekly basis that I met back in back in the day or were connections with people that I that I knew through through B and I. So just get out there, meet people, speak to the person on the bus, speak to the person in the cafe. and yeah don't be shy. So, and I was quite a shy person. So B&I definitely helped me because you had to, I think, you know, every every few weeks you had to sort of take over and present who your business was. So it was really good getting your head into that space. And as I said before, I'm still not the best public speaker, but I'm definitely more confident now than I ever have been. And I want to push myself a little bit more. And this talk on Tuesday is going to be very interesting for that. What else? What else? What else? I think back when i first started saying yes to every job was necessary so you know yes i can do that yes let's do this project yes i can handle that and you sort of jump into the fire and you learn so much from that experience i think maybe down the track when you've got the experience and you've got a good foundation for the business i think the power of saying no and i've really harnessed this probably in the last five years of business the, the power of saying no to a new client or to a job that you maybe aren't confident with or really doesn't fit in with your, um, your kind of plan for the business. Saying no is actually very powerful. It means that you don't get bogged down on a, on a job that you really don't want to be doing, that you maybe don't have the passion for. So yes, initially. So maybe, you know, if you're starting out in business, unless you can really feel something you've got a gut feeling that you shouldn't be doing this and if you say yes to something like that you know it's it's your own fault but you know yes to little jobs that are within your within your realm yes to to lots of things because again it gets you out gets you gets you learning on a day-to-day basis but maybe down the track in a in a in a business that's a little bit more mature saying no can be very very powerful because you you know um it means That you know what you want it means that you've got a really good idea in your head about the jobs you want to be doing the clients you want to be working with and this is really important and you know over the last few years we've really honed in on what it is we want to be doing and who we want to be working with we've got you know when a new client comes on board we've got sort of a kind of protocol to go through first before we actually take on the job you know um, is it something we want to be working on is the budget there that gut feeling—is it right? Um, does the client know what they want? Um, so yeah, there's a few things we've got in place now, which which dictate what jobs we do. So initially, yes, but the power of no is is really powerful. Um, what else? What else? What else? Honesty, complete honesty in business, and we've always pride. You know, I've got a real pride in the business that we've always been honest. To clients, I mean, I would certainly never lie to a client, but, you know, every now and again maybe sort of uh, tell a white lie or um, try and hide something, but, you know, that's what I did initially. Probably, and that was probably more from a... Uh, I didn't really have the self-awareness and self-confidence and was a bit scared of certain confrontation with clients initially, but that soon changed, and complete honesty is now... Uh, deep a deep part of our business you know something happens we make a mistake get it out there get it out to the universe don't try and hide it because it will come back and bite you in the bum so you know over the last few years we've really learned that honesty is is the key Um, and as I said not that we were dishonest before but you know we would maybe try and hide something or kind of gloss over something i mean you know we we all make mistakes in business every single one of us and owning these mistakes is a very powerful force and actually creates a much deeper connection with clients as well you know if you're honest about stuff and upfront, and it's it creates a, a trust you know um that that will will keep a client with you for for years and years and I've had clients now for 14 years I've had clients right from day dot that I that I still do work for so it's um yeah so that connection with community and honesty is is uh, an integral part of business and I suppose the last thing I want to talk about I mean there's there's lots more you know getting your finances right, finding a good accountant. This is, these are the, you know, these there's some key people in your business um, or key contractors that your subcontractors that you would use uh, or services that you would use that will help you along the way. So finding the right people to work with, accountants, bookkeepers um, is really key. And again, this comes back to your your networking, you know, get out and meet as many people as possible because the recommendations are always going to be are always going to be good um so the last thing i want to talk about is personal development so really working on yourself because for me my business is me not so much anymore with victor on board which is amazing so and this is this is you know step getting me out of my my comfort zone i've had a very comfortable business career it's had its ups and downs you know your money issues um all sorts of stuff, but now that things are set and the last few years really developed a really strong platform for the business, it's time for me to take that step and 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 grow the business and rely and have accountability with somebody else on board. Um, so, per, but personal development, so really working on yourself through, you know, for me, it's been health, it's been mindfulness, it's been philosophy so i you know i've over the last few years i've studied the stoics and that sort of stuff is really practical and and can really help in your business um meditation has been a massive part of of my growth as a person over the last couple of years being able to handle situations in a much more calm manner even though i mean i'm i'm a pretty laid-back person so i haven't um You know, I'm not somebody that goes off the handle at certain things, but, you know, meditation just helps you, helps your brain. It's like a snow globe, your brain. You know, there's things flying about there all the time. So meditation just helps that settle and gives you a much clearer view on any situation, on making decisions in your business. So, yeah, personal development is, so if you're starting a new business, network, community, meet people, that's like number one. Number two is do the work you want to, like really, like don't always say yes to to work. And, you know, there's a caveat to that one. At the beginning, it can it can be it can be quite powerful to say yes, because you'll learn very quickly and learning obviously creates momentum going forward um, and then personal development. So work on yourself because you're the, you're the guy in control or girl in control. So. Work on yourself. If you're working as a good machine, as a as a good human, that will that will filter through into your into your daily tasks and activities and, and business. So hopefully this gives me a bit of a basis to work on what I'm gonna talk about on on Tuesday. I'm gonna listen back to this a few times and sort of try and get some of these things in my head and hopefully it sounds okay. But thank you for listening. And I have an interview coming up next week with, actually, this is a a really good connection. I have an interview coming up next week with James Simons from Lock and Charge, who were one of my first clients. And they've gone on to take the global market in, in their sector. So it's going to be very exciting speaking to James next week. Thank you for listening. See you soon.